so welcome back to another episode of Rika's Japan Adventures. Um, today I mostly want to go over um, just different ways to try to combat uh, homesickness, which is kind of something I'm really feeling these days uh, with the pandemic ongoing. Um, it's been like two years since I've been back home. Um, and overall, I don't want to actually live back in the U.S. or anything or go back. But... Um, Sometimes it's still nice to go back and see your family, and there's always things that you miss about your country. And um, so, just gonna go over that today uh, to talk about different ways to combat homesickness, or at least things that I tend to do to try to combat homesickness. All right, so homesickness. So, uh, one of the best ways, of course, to contact homesickness is to do things that are familiar. And one of the best things that are familiar is to talk to people that you know back home. Um, pretty easy these days with social media and uh, trying to keep in contact with friends and family on like Facebook and Twitter and things. But um, n- maybe not uh, great for stress relief when you're reading all the news back home from everyone about what's happening. That was really hard for uh, a good chunk of the last four years. It's like. A lot of uh, a great deal of stress and like well there's a lot of problems happening and I can't do anything about it because I'm in another country but um, mm, it's been kind of tough but it's also kind of a good way to uh, stress relief because you're still keeping in contact with what's happening and staying in the loop with like your previous social circle like so it's a like, pretty good way to talk and, like it's really nice that we're so connected these days I think I probably would have been able to survive uh, previously before social media um, if I had my level of skill with Japanese before. But yeah, definitely though, it's like kind of really nice to have that check-in time where you're able to talk with people back home um, through different means. Like you can't always call, so just being able to just send them a quick message or something, or even post on your wall and just have them be aware of what's happening is just kind of very nice. Um, so one of the different apps though, uh, I think these days most people use Zoom, like, because it was like the breakout app and like software of the pandemic, like everyone just uses it. Um, before it was really popular to use Skype, I used Skype a couple times before, um, um, let's see, I used Skype, uh, before, uh, Discord was really a thing, um, when I was playing 14 a long time ago with some friends, we used this, uh, we didn't use Discord, we used Skype for that, and then, let's see, we also, we used Skype for when my grandmother passed away, and, um, my, uh, we had to talk about what to do with the estate, so they, my uncles and my sister needed a way to contact me in Japan so we could have a meeting to talk about what's going on since I can't, you know, suddenly get on a flight and come back home because it's really expensive. And, uh, let's see, then what else did we do uh, back then? Let's see. It's mostly, yeah, not really a lot of use of Skype, though, because it wasn't really that important um, to do video calls often when I contact family like through Facebook for a lot of friends and family because I connect with them there and they happen to have one it's just kind of easy to do a messenger thing there like the DMs for like Twitter and stuff are a little bit more difficult to use and I just need a like a quick messaging app um I asked my mom to actually get line and line is the popular um 
messaging app and social media that they use in Japan. So I told her, like, in an emergency, this is the best way to contact me. So when I usually have a problem, I uh, contact my mom through LINE. And you can do data calls and stuff through LINE, too. So that's been really useful that I can basically call her at any time from Japan and just use data, not have to uh, pay the exorbitant amount of prices to um do an international call so it's kind of nice but um yeah just mostly just keep contact with uh friends and family through different kind of social media apps and like um maybe it's hard to ask your friends and family to download another app that they don't use to talk to anyone else to talk to you but like i know for my mom it was really important to try to keep in contact with me and like um like i didn't give her the newer email that i use these days like she has an older one and it's kind of like there's like a certain level of separation there that I kind of enjoy because uh she sometimes like forwards me like messages of things that I just I was like oh my god it's like you know they have that um family member that just reads things and like or it gets like a uh one of those chain um chain letter kind of emails and they just send it to you it's like uh yeah it's like the more I don't have to look at those things the better so it's like I don't get them online so she can't send them to me online and kind of like more straight to the point interaction but um yeah if I need to get in contact with my mom that's how I do it like but I'm really desperate I still have my US phone and I uh, can call her there just in case um she's not picking up and I get once a week or a message voice message or something um and like a binding emergency it's like something I can do but yeah, of course, now we also have Discord for uh, games and things like that. Uh, um, we joined Discord for any topic, really. But yeah, I think I will say I've uh, Discord added for friends and uh, family who I game with. And gaming as a way to fight homesickness has also been really essential, too. Um, I mentioned I play Final Fantasy XIV, and I started playing this newest round and. uh um, stint of 14, like, when the W Black Chocobo event happened at Lawson's, um, my sister asked me to go get it for her, and the item code didn't work on any accounts because it's region locked, so I just made a Japanese account so I could use it. I had a US account before, but I got logged out of it because I changed my phone, and, the I forgot about the tokenizer, and I can't get back into that account, so I'm just lost it forever, which is kind of sad because my 11 account was on there, I was like, no, but I'm not going to charge my an account anymore or anything so it's fine it's like I don't really have access to that anymore anyway so it's okay um but yeah it kind of sucked that like I couldn't go back to my original 14 account that I had but uh, what are you gonna do but I started over and it's like kind of been a little bit better there's a bunch of things that are easier now I think when I first started playing it was uh, right before the Heaven's Word expansion um, dropped and then I fell out of it because I got really busy and I couldn't do things and then I moved to Japan and then I just worked for a couple years and then the Chocobo event happened and I just ended up rejoining 14 and starting over again and like the second time around was like way more streamlined and better and smooth and just really got to enjoy the game a lot more than before I uh, man like I think back before Heaven's Ward you still had stone skin and then um, all the things you had to set up for as a healer but before uh, the dungeon started and I think there was that 
I think it's Sastasha, like where there's like that fall and you drop and you have to heal immediately because basically everyone drops down to like one HP. I'm like, ah, that was really stressful. But uh, yeah, I think that fall you don't get damage anymore. And then they um, kind of like started to like make healer a little bit easier, like white and make the white mage class a little bit easier um, to play without so many things to prep and do like um well, sometimes you see some of the old spells like on uh, that npcs will use on you but they kind of adjust for it for player characters and but basically i started playing that again and that's been like a huge stress relief though to help me survive and uh, combat homesickness because it's a way for me to do an activity and game with people i knew back home and you know talk with them about things and uh, do a project together it's kind of like not enough to just keep in contact i found this last year when i got busy again and wasn't able to play like i was getting really stressed and stressed and burned out and um i kind of figured out that you know unless we're doing a project together and we make goals and plans on you know something as a you know just like a group effort or some kind of a plan it's like you still feel the burnout so it's been kind of really nice. I've been getting back to the 14 the last month or so to be preparation for the new expansion coming up. And um, like next week I have the week off because uh, I was getting burnt out and I asked for vacation. So, and we're have plans right now to do some uh, mount farming for the Conway Mounts. And it's been just a huge relief to have something to look forward to. Like these days we can't really go out. so wasn't much to look forward to like uh, for social distancing purposes they tried to limit your ask you to limit your contact with uh people and to, you know try not to go out unnecessarily like restaurants are still open so you can go out and kind of meet people every once in a while but like there's like you know always that safety risk so they tried to ask you to please not really do that not, not really encourage it and um i think october they opened back up again but in the prefecture there was a bunch of restaurants are basically closed again for the entire month they closed only the restaurants to prevent people from going out and uh yeah it's just been kind of nuts and that way so the having the scheduled um social interaction or just being able to talk with friends and do an activity together um recently it's just been a huge um relief for burnout and everything for me and uh, i think that's like a kind of feeling that it cannot be really replaced with a lot of other things i would also like hang out with like co-workers and things before but um let's see right now we have some new people who are new to the company but i haven't really gotten a chance to get to know them better and then um usually it's really easy to get to know people better if they're uh, not only new to the company but new to japan and the new people we have right now have been um in Japan for quite some time and have established lives already so like they have like um, other friends and family already that they they can talk to um, and whereas like you know someone who's like fresh um, fresh from their country and fresh to Japan like you know they don't really know anyone so if you have more of an opportunity to like bond and connect with them and like as you're showing them around and everything so that's kind of like uh, uh, opportunity like you can't really replace and like a kind of um, ability to connect that like it's just not the same <laughs> these days um, my friends that like were newbies before and that we bonded in that way they've uh, gone back to their countries um, 
the last two or yeah most likely basically they're kind of going back for future marriage plans um, um the last person who left was uh lisa and she uh is engaged and she um it's engagement through arranged marriage and like uh so she's going back to get married and um let's see and then let me think um david and um taylor they um they actually met here as co-workers and they fell for each other and they were dating here and like um taylor's also from the u.s and so um in order for them to be together in the future david basically has to start on the visa process and he had to really decide if he wants to do the visa process in japan or do the visa process back home in new zealand and it's going to be tough for him to just go through that because it takes three years and so he had to choose and he decided to like um, go back to New Zealand to do it because it just be easier because he has to go through his own country in order to apply for the U.S. and everything. He could still do it here through the embassy in Japan but it's just more of a hassle because he has to go um, physically to the embassy and everything for stuff like that so it's been kind of tough like I said I, like, I miss them I miss having them nearby to go hang out and do things and talk to you about stuff but um, I'm really happy for them also and um, it's just being able to talk with them is great. I still talk with them now. Like we have a messaging group, and we chat with different things. And they play D and D, so we um, talk about D and D and stuff sometimes. But like, they're not being here is a like kind of a different kind of a um, not really a stressor, but it's like I have lost like one source of like you know stress relief by them not being present. Yeah, so. So, okay, on the social front, that's what I have to offer there. Just make sure you keep in contact with people and try to make friends. And um, just use what you have at your disposal. Even, like, during this pandemic where we can't really talk or see anyone, it's really important to try to have some kind of social interaction. And uh, really, like, using a common thing is, like, um, like, a common game to do, even if you're, like, across borders, across an ocean has been like uh that for me has been a really uh grounding kind of activity to look forward to and something fun that can help with it burnout and make you feel socially satisfied and fulfilled in some way um, but other things you can do to come back home homesickness is uh basically food related and uh food is like something where like the taste and flavor is kind of connect to something very like maybe primordial or something in the back of your head or very something very nurturing from your childhood and it's just like when you have that flavor it's very comforting that you just remember it just takes you back it's there's nothing like it and it can be like something really simple and like it's hard to find also like you're in another country but i managed to find um some places that i want to try or like are something that's like very homely or like very um comforting things that just remind me of like back home that i just really enjoy in a flavor kind of sense and that um also helps to combat homesickness um like back home in the u.s i never used to go to mcdonald's that much uh, maybe like once or twice a year but now i'm in japan i go to mcdonald's like almost every month like once at least once a month and like in McDonald's in Japan, they also have a delivery app, so I've been on occasion just having them delivered to my house because I can. <laughs> and it's not great, but the thing is, like, that it's that 
home flavor of like what the burger tastes like it's pretty much the same the world over so like if i need that flavor just that day just something to comfort me and remind me of home i can just order it and it's kind of nice to be able to do that also, I tend to eat a lot of steak, but like steak is a little bit harder to uh, find um, a place that will do it in an American style. Um, Japanese people tend to eat steak a little bit differently. They're very low seasoned usually and come with a dipping sauce. And um, whereas like, you know, uh, U.S. steaks tend to be um, pre-seasoned. Maybe there's a sauce on the side, but like optional to use. Um, for the most part, it's like a lot of focus on the seasoning and bringing out the natural flavor of the meat kind of thing and uh yeah it's like getting that seasoning um yeah it's like there's a lot of so many unseasoned steaks i've had because like, um because they're kind of just low on the seasoning and um they also like to do the things where like they bring out the steak on like a, a hot plate or even like a hot rock and it's kind of like a tip-on style kind of thing and it's very different but it's still good it's just kind of a different way to serve the meat than I would um you know rather prefer and like you know there's different things like you know oven cooking them and like um just different methods of preparation and a lot of those are not used here so it's just quite different and um sometimes I buy steaks here and I just prepare it myself on my stove and I just prepare it the way that I like it which is kind of like a bit more Americanized with like different spices and I kind of try different spices but mostly uh like just pepper and salt but that familiar taste is like uh not unbeatable it's completely unbeatable um I think like the thing that I tend to miss the most though because I'm from California and uh, there's a lot of Mexican food there. I really miss Mexican food. I miss tacos so much. But um, I've had, uh, I've seen like in Monogame, like near one of my workplaces, is a, a taco stand or shop that opened up recently. And um, and uh, I really want to try it, but they tend to open like right when I'm starting working and they're really close to the station. So I can't really pick it up for lunch and then walk it over. It's like, no. So I was thinking maybe just dropping by at some point for one of my vacation or something and then going and uh, you know, trying the tacos there and they look to be really good though they look to be like pretty legit like at least on the side I really need to try it out to see but there have been some Mexican places opening up so it's getting like close to that kind of flavor that I'm looking for but still not quite the same yet so I'm kind of like getting excited because man I like man when I first moved here they didn't have any tacos and I was like really sad I tried to make gringo tacos um and I found uh tortillas and I found uh some ground meat and there's I couldn't get taco seasoning though because that doesn't exist here so I asked my mom to send me some and then um the cheese they had is only like cheese for like pizza if you're making pizza and it's like well this is the only cheese I have so this is what I'm using <laughs> and it's kind of uh, just different it's a different experience um here though there's there is a lot of Indian food and they do have Chinese food options um the Indian food is I guess it's pretty good I don't really know but it's like it's just kind of nice to have and they have most of the basics um and then the Chinese food options though Mm, I haven't really gone to a Chinese restaurant here other than like maybe Bamyan and yeah there's a lot of places here are trying to be more gyoza restaurants and like Bamyan is like 
it's very like family style very much like gusto like a family restaurant thing but it's just Jap- uh, chinese food though and it's like similar flavors but just the way they present everything in the serving style it's very different from what i'm used to and like there is a chinese uh restaurant that like looks like uh more like what i'm used to but it's in the middle of the shoten guy and it's just i don't I haven't had time to go there um the reason why i think that they're more like what i'm used to is because on their menu they had outside they had a whole roast duck a whole roast duck I'm like pieces like they do banquet style things and that's like the kind of holiday thing that like i kind of miss because i haven't been home for my family for chinese new year in a long time and i haven't gone out to like a real chinese place and like it's really hard to find like good dim sum here most places only sell gyoza if they have any chinese food at all and i just i miss that banquet style thing there's uh different places that do sell like the walnut shrimp kind of thing but like i mean it is a banquet food but it's not the same as like having like that whole roast duck thing it's just on a plate and chopped up and then even like a whole chicken kind of thing yeah but like mm, i don't know why but it's like that that greasy duck the duck that's been roasted and has been hanging in the window and then like as soon as you order they cut it up for you and like you can take it home or like eat it right eat it there at the restaurant or something and like there's nothing like that like uh like that flavor it's just like very so very very satisfying it's very something oh man it's something i just missed because i haven't had it in such a long time it's been like literal years i think uh i think i had it before i moved here when we went to the restaurant then and then yeah, so it's like the duck, and then, uh, like I mentioned, we don't really have dim sum here. And, like, they have, like, some dim sum things, like uh, a hakao sumai, but um, the thing I'm looking for is chung fun. Chung fun is like, it's like a long noodle thing. It's kind of like a noodle burrito thing. And then, like, inside is just shrimp, and you have, like, a, basically a sauce on it, and, like, and that's it. It's just, like, a noodle with, like, some either meat or shrimp or something inside, and then, like, you just put a sauce on it, and it's just very, very simple, and they usually have that for dim sum, um, the Cantonese places back home, and, uh, like, they don't have that here, and I really miss it. Like, dang it, I really want chunk fun. <laughs> that might make me chunk fun. <laughs> um, oh, man, I was like, uh, yeah, I have Chinese background, so, like, like Chinese food does bring like kind of like that homey feeling back to me as well because uh, my grandma used to make it for me all the time when I was growing up and oh jeez I don't know it's just really hard to find like pretty good Chinese food even though I'm so close to China here and I'm in Asia it's just not a thing that like got brought over really I think like uh, Chinese food also has like a bit more of the unhealthy ingredients and like maybe more starch than uh um, is allowed by the Japanese government, so that might be it too. And um, boba's been better here, the boba options, but before Japanese have quite bad boba, and I because of the starch things, but there have been like better boba offerings more lately, and there's been some Taiwanese boba shops opening the Shotengai, which has been like a huge win. It's like, oh my god, they have boba shops! Yay, can boba tea! And then um, recently, there's also been some uh, Taiwanese um, chicken places that have opened up, and like they have like jeep pie, and like um, I don't know how to say that in, in Taiwanese. Um, yeah, but um, the jeep pie here, they have like uh, the flavorings from like a popcorn trip. If you go to a boba shop back in the U.S., 
it's like that spice combination though they use on the jeep line it's like oh my god i really miss like uh the popcorn shrimp and like tapioca's recipe like well, I don't remember all the names of the chains I used to go to. I went to so many. But, like, that flavoring that they have on the popcorn shrimp that they have there is what they use on the J-Pie here. So it's just, like, that's kind of, like, a huge nostalgia hit that's been really nice to have. And um, back when I was in the U.S. before I moved to Japan, um, I was living in a Koreatown. So I had access to a lot of, like, Korean food, especially Korean chicken. Um, and I think one of my favorite Korean chicken places to go to was, um, what's it, Kyochong? Uh, Kyochong, yeah. And, um, that was pretty delicious. And then, uh, recently also here they had a bunch of, uh, Korean chicken places opening. So I'm like, oh my god, yes, this is my jam. I'm like, uh, this is what I had for dinner today. Um, I went to, uh, well, I had, actually I had delivery from Crispy Chicken and Tomiko, which is like, uh, it's like, a restaurant that has like two restaurants within it i'm not sure how that works but yeah there's like two places and then like when you order on apps they have a uh, crispy chicken and tomato there which is like you have like korean chicken fried chicken there and with in different flavors and then um there's they come with like the daikon radish um daikon radishes that like uh, basically uh in a preserve like the pickled radishes and like man that is something i miss because like the combination of chicken and radish i used to get um kyochan all the time and that was uh also a different kind of a nostalgia hit so it's just things that remind you of home and your past experiences are really uh useful to help you to get uh, over home homesickness so that's been kind of really nice but like food in general here um japanese food like you know typically like average Japanese person will eat like ramen, udon, sushi, sashimi, bento. Like, maybe not as much sushi as sashimi because they're, uh, they are a bit pricey but if you go to like kudazushi you can get like the cheaper plates and like so it's like kind of depends on what you're going for but yeah it's an option. Um, yeah, I think most people will go to a kaiten sushi or something for um, like cheaper sushi options rather than a full-on sushi restaurant because it, you know, like it, it's expensive in every country you go to. So like, uh, yeah, cheaper home food stylings be like kombini bento or you know just ramen udon. Um, like let's see, kombini options. Are, some of them are pretty good though, actually. Kombini have chefs that design the food especially 7-eleven they have like michelin star chefs designing the food or what becomes the next thing for sale in all the stores across the country that's kind of nuts and like really you have a, a chef like uh, designing the stuff wow it's very impressive and then um so Lawson has some pretty good food offerings too. I tend to uh, go back and forth between 7-Eleven and Lawson's because that's what's near my house. And um, I think like Lawson's has like the lately they have these premium uh, bento sets that have been uh, kind of a bit more high end and like flavorful. And okay, what does 7-Eleven have lately? They have different offerings every time though. I tend to go for a gratin there. And then um, I really like also like a corn soup. They have like corn potage. And like um, usually it's like a kind of a heat up kind of soup thing. But um, lately they've had some cold soups that have been kind of nice too. And um, it's like they have like a, like 
a lobster bisque soup thing that they have there. I was like, wow, sounds fancy. But again, like, you know, they have like a chef designing a bunch of their offerings there. It's kind of like really nice for, um, you know, single style living. And um, especially if you're like the working single person where like you have to provide for yourself for like food and things, they actually make, you know, needing to eat out like that kind of affordable because like the average working person doesn't have time to do meal prep and which is kind of like quite different from back home because like um realistically like because of time you can't do meal prep when you're um the one working because you just get tired when you get back right so that's how people like resort to uh fast food and things like that whereas it's definitely cheaper to do groceries and there that's why the advent of like food delivery services like HelloFresh and stuff came about just time and then the expense of going to the grocery store and like I know it's easier and cheaper overall to go to the grocery store but also when you're going to the grocery store and doing supermarket shopping you're buying in bulk so you have to really plan out your meals so you don't have any leftover and like you know things don't match up that easily for your different recipes like so maybe you use like a cabbage or something but you this uh, one dish you're making only needs so much cabbage and then you just have this leftover cabbage and then you have to come up with another way to use the cabbage the rest of the week so, so that it doesn't go bad and like there's a lot of like possible food waste that way if you don't have it really planned out to like perfectly so like Kind of like company style living is not really that bad though compared to like the possibility of food waste that way um and yeah it's just it is what it is but like when you're living single it's um in a single living situation and um you work late or you're just like you're really tired all the time because of uh you know just like your job and like the state of the world it's the thing that happens and just glad that since I'm here um, that it's relatively affordable even though like uh, it's maybe not necessarily the best but uh, community food though is relatively balanced um, a relatively balanced meal compared to like what I could buy at the convenience store um, back in the US like US 7-Eleven is technically owned by Japanese 7-Eleven because they made so much money in Japan that they bought out the rest of the company and um but because of the U.S. market being different though like the offerings at U.S. 7-Eleven is just like not as good and then it's not as fresh because like the workers don't really change things out and as much of a timely matter as the Japanese convenience store people and like just the main offerings are like basically like glizzies and things just rotate on there forever and like uh fried chicken and pizza and things are like basically pretty unhealthy for you but I was like if I go to Lawson like right now I can get a salad and like corn and basically like like pre-made ish meals that you just need to heat up and then put on a plate so they have like uh you can get um meals that you make piecemeal just grab different things like they have like pre-seasoned like chicken and fish and stuff like that you just need to heat it up and then put like put your meal together that way so they have like some amount of um meal planning meal shaping things are slightly more independent you pay a slight price for it but i mean it's there's ways to eat healthy as a single person that's uh shop doing convenient shopping for your food but yeah those are all the different ways i try to like um you know just basically survive and 
combat homesickness and even like you know surviving through there um there's some like you know even like homey kind of foods you can find at the um, company even too like it's just um they have like some uh u.s brands that uh, sell things there as well so you can find like different offerings if you look really hard um sometimes uh there's even like um even it's not necessarily a brand that you're familiar with there's like similar like offerings like i think if i really wanted a crunch bar i discovered from a 14 campaign from buying chocolates for that that uh if you get a crunky that's um basically made by a japanese company but it tastes like a crunch bar if i really wanted one like oh this is a crunch bar basically and uh, yeah so like kind of like the chocolate rice krispies thing yeah so you can always find uh, creative ways to find the flavors that um, will provide you the comfort you need to remind you of a um, home and like you know combat your homesickness and just prevent burnout and like the overwhelming level of stress of just you know living somewhere that maybe you're not really used to. Um, I'm sure it like really helps a lot for me to also be able to uh, speak the language um, pretty decently and uh, that helped me to survive a lot as well but like you know I still you know, feel the homesickness um, same as anyone else because like even if you can speak and that help does help a bit um, there's still some things are not quite the same so you have to come up with different creative ways to try to help you to feel comfortable and like the new life that you're living so give it a try I want to do a product review. So this week I want to review um, basically um, these cups of jelly that Lawson's periodically has as their offering. So I don't know what company actually provides this to them, but every once in a while uh, Lawson's will have a, a thing where they're selling um, kind of like a jelly, uh, more like jello kind of option thing. And the it's the jello itself is actually in a little plastic container but like it's also the plastic container is then sit sat right right into an actual glass cup and the glass cup is like something that you presumably could eat dessert in like ice cream or like um you could probably still have your coffee or tea in it too but um yeah it's a kind of like a dessert cup kind of thing you can actually put soup or something in it but it's that kind of size i think the first one i bought of this was actually a Rilakkuma one and that one had a kind of a was it what kind of jelly was it about um it was like a white cut white one maybe like like some kind of fruity kind of deal i think the um, the one after that, there was a different uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba one I got, I think a few months back. That one had um, white peach jelly. And the one I have in front of me right now that I got yesterday is a new Kimetsu no Yaiba one that they have um, where um, Tanjiro and Nezuko are in uh, Lawson's uh, uniforms, worker uniforms, um, the staff uniforms. And uh, yeah, and they come with a matching glass cup thing that. Um, I can use after that, like in the last episode, um, last episode I talked about uh, how I like to get uh, basically like nerd dishware and things like that, and this was one of the ways I like to get my nerd dishware, it comes with uh, jelly that's pretty tasty and really nice for dessert, and uh, yeah, so that, 
has a pretty awesome fruit offering. I get it with uh, four out of five stars with the jelly is delicious and after that you have something that you can use for your house. So now to close out, this has been Reika. Um, you can find me at um, reika-teacher.tumblr.com. That's my Tumblr account there. And also on Twitter at Reika-sensei. So um, if you want to leave a comment or like, you know, send me a message about some travel things, um, you can send it right there. I have an email address as well. It's uh, reikatan382 at gmail.com. Um, I think like my emails these days tend to be funny with like game um, information as well. So um, yeah, I don't know whether or not I'll be able to find necessarily all of your things. And so I tend to check my other emails more for work things. And uh, um, I don't know, it's like you can give me a try to try to contact me there. I'll try to check it. Um, but that may be like social media and uh, the Tumblr account may be the best way to reach me. If you want to see more of my travels, um, the Tumblr account is probably the best way to do check to see what I've been doing when I'm not uh, doing podcasts. Anyway, thank you. Bye.